DJ PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. The question of the day. How much is it a sign of respect that the Jazz will play at home Christmas night against Dallas? Well, it's a sign of respect. I mean, 10 teams are going to play and 20 aren't. So you're one of the better teams in the league. But not a big surprise that coming off the number one seed, the Jazz are playing on Christmas. It's not a huge shock. It's not an automatic. Philly, well, was, Philly was number one in the East. Are they playing? I don't think they are. Christmas Day is now like bowl games. Yeah. Used to be a select few. Yeah, winners. it used to be a doubleheader, and now it's five games. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. So it doesn't have the same cachet that it used to because there wasn't that many. But it's like bowl games. If you get left out of a bowl game, what the heck's wrong with you? It's not quite to that level because it's two-thirds of the league. And honestly, the Clippers aren't playing, and we know what's wrong with them. Kawhi Leonard's hurt, and he's probably not going to be ready to go at that point. And Denver's not playing, and we know why. Jamal Murray's hurt. He's probably not going to be able to go at that point. And Philly and Portland aren't playing, and they could be, but they might have big trades between now and then. So if Ben Simmons and or Damian Lillard might be on the move, it might be safer to go with somebody else. Lillard's not getting traded. I wouldn't think so either. You might as well just close up shop. You're not going to get anywhere near value unless he absolutely demands it. Uh, And Simmons... In today's world, if you can't shoot, what good are you? You better be Rudy Gobert. Right. And so the ball in his hands as much, and he won't even take a three-pointer. Forget about making one. Looked like he didn't want to take some layups because he was worried he was going to get fouled. Well, he had that one yeah, in the playoff game where he gave it off, I think, Tobias Harris cutting to the basket when he was right underneath the bucket. Uh, so, yeah, we understand that. But I think I think it's a bigger thing that this league, of all the leagues, I think the NBA is slanted because of just the sheer numbers, and there's not that many. You know, one or two players can make massive differences, so you don't need to have this incredible depth uh, and uh, pitching that is so very and very, very important. You got to have it. If you don't have it, you're screwed. Uh, no matter how great your offense is, the Padres are seeing that right now, and their pitching has been taking a beating, and the guys have been they've been hurt. Uh, with the NBA, with so few guys, it is one of the. I think it's as far as its uh, predictability in terms of guys want to go to certain places, and those few players can make such a massive difference. So. Of all the leagues to win, I think it's the hardest. Even though if you just get one or two players, you're set and you're good to go. The, the Jazz are the statues for 20 years, basically, and they're competitive every single year. So it's sort of speaking out of both sides of your mouth because you only need a couple of players. The Jazz got a couple of all-stars, so they'll be competitive. But to try to make that next step is so dang hard because a couple of players here and there plus the injury to one or two of those guys, man. And if you don't have the top two or three guys, you know, for all the stuff with the Bucks, and they benefited from injury, but nevertheless they still had, what, the third best player in the league? And the, and the two best, if you want to go LeBron and Durant, weren't playing. So he became the best active player. And they still needed him to score 50 points to win the game. Yeah. So it's always hard to win. 
But it's hard to win everywhere. You got a one in 30 shot. So, of course, it's going to be hard. But I think in, in this particular league, because of guys can influence where they go and then inf- not just That's that, problem, they can yeah. dictate where they go and then influence the best players, who else goes there. The best players can do that. You don't. You're not I mean, getting that in baseball and basketball right. or football, are you? I thought we were about to get into football with a number of quarterbacks who were complaining, and then literally none of them moved. Seattle solved their problem with Russell Wilson. Apparently, Green Bay and Rodgers at least kicked the can down the road another year. And he's not getting guys. Guys may want to come, but if you get, oh, you get a top flight receiver. All right, good. But whoop to do. You need more guys. I mean, the Cardinals got Hopkins, and I can argue he's the best receiver in the league. Made that phenomenal play. Who was it against Buffalo last year? And it was probably the most one of the most spectacular Hail Marys you'll ever see. And they didn't make the playoffs. Right? So you can bring along one or two guys, but you need 15 or 20, and that's not going to happen. And in baseball, you this is the so what? Guys don't team up with guys, and we've seen it multiple times in basketball where they do team up with guys, and they make a significant difference. But even with that, you can still overcome it. I love my metaphor for life that I said earlier. It was beautiful. It was poetic. If they had a broadcast award, I should win it. They do, and you can. Go ahead and enter. Enter? I don't know. They come for me. I don't know. <laughs> That's not how it works. Nah, well, then I ain't winning nothing. Clearly. I ain't entering nothing. My great tell people what the metaphor for was for the 9 o'clock listener who just showed up? I believe unless you are born into money or somehow come into money, if you want to improve your situation, look, and I look in the mirror every day. I don't necessarily like what I see, but I look in the mirror every day. And I came from college, no college graduates high school dropout, mom pregnant in high school, blah, 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 blah. And uh, I would say lower middle class. Um, They managed their money, what little they had. But I made it, and my sister made it, and we made it through education. And I realized I may have had, I don't think I had a difficult road. I I had to overcome some stuff. I had to foot my own bill. And there's many, many hundreds of thousands and millions of people who have it way worse than me. But if they could somehow, whether it's go to junior college or a tech school, trade school, whatever, I believe you can make your life much better through education. So it's sort of like the NBA with the Jazz. It's much harder to win in Salt Lake than it is in these other places. Because the facts are LeBron and his buddies aren't coming here. But nevertheless, they still had the best record. So there's still a shot if you stay the course and have a plan and stick with it, no matter how difficult it is, you too can make it. And the Jazz are in the process of making it. And I believe someday, I don't know when, I hope it's 22, of June of 22, but I believe sometime they're going to win the title. And it's going to be the ultimate suite for all you hundreds of thousands of diehard Jazz, jazz fans who... Love this team practically as much as you love your kid. And we see it, the old ladies in the uh, obituaries, lifelong jazz fan. You were telling me somebody, somebody sent you a story. Us. Yeah, come to yeah. a story. And because a lady who's basically housebound, housebound loves the jazz and just 
looks forward to it. And those people out there, when the time comes, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be like, who was it? Was it the Red Sox or the Cubs? I think it was Boston, where people went to the cemetery to share when, or maybe it was, it was the Cubs, it was the Cubs. They went to the cemetery to share with their deceased parents when the Cubs won, was it three or four years ago, when they beat Cleveland? And finally, first time, and was it over 100 years, 120 years? I don't know, whatever I thought it was. it was 2016. Maybe it was 2015, but I think it was 2016. So it would have been like 100 and... Eight years, 108 years, yeah, because yeah. it was 1908. And how it was so, so cool. I can remember them in the playoffs watching when they were on the verge of going to the World Series. And John Cusack, that actor, mm-hmm. was in the, in the crowd just, I mean, he was like crying. Yeah, <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't believe it, and that's what it's going to be here, because they're doing what they need to do, and they're doing stuff that is right, and eventually they're going to be rewarded. I firmly believe that. Dwayne Wade is going to be kissing the trophy. But you were hating you. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you were hating the Lakers and the Nets. You took it as a sign that the league wanted them to win. I think they do want him to win. Do you think that's outrageous? That's an outlandish statement? But that's not why they're playing on Christmas night. I think it I is. Mean, they're, they're I think loosely, it is. They're loosely linked because they got popularity. Well, the problem with this I don't league, think the Nets matter that much. I think the Lakers matter a lot. Yeah, but the Nets... Durant's not bad because he's very... The Nets you, are not the Clippers. They're close. I don't think they are. I think it's cool to go to the Barkley Center and say you're, you're a Nets fan... And all that. It's still not the Knicks, and I get it. The Knicks would be bigger. Yes, but I think that the Knicks. But the thing is, the, that, the Nets haven't been a laughing stock like the Clippers had been. But Durant's a lightning rod, and I think that's the biggest thing because. Well, why, yes, when you is have that the a Lakers, negative, there's so a lightning many, rod. How did you mean that? Uh, it's probably more. I would think more people would watch to root against Durant than root for not him now. Not now. But a lot of people will watch Drew for him. Oh, yeah, but there's been all the stuff on social media. They think he's petty. And he went to the Warriors, and people resent him for that and are going to hold a grudge. He won the U.S. and Olympic gold. Absolutely, yeah. And he wrapped himself in the flag. And they wouldn't have done it In a league that took a ton of negative publicity about all that stuff. Yep. Durant right now is a national basketball hero. So he generates emotion, both positive and negative. I don't think it's much negative anymore. That's what I'm saying. I think there's quite a bit. But I don't. But either way, that gets people to watch because people will watch to root against you. Not everybody watching LeBron is rooting for LeBron. They're watching, they're rooting against him. Yeah, but I don't think Durant is in near the category. Completely agree. He, he, That's why I said Durant the Lakers did put out a tweet that he, when he leaves his I house agree. every day, he's haunted. I he's agree. freaking LeBron James. I agree. 100%. Who's haunting LeBron James? There is n- autograph. Right. Uh, there Adorers is, and worshippers. That's why I said the Lakers are more important, because the Lakers are bigger than the Nets, Yeah, and okay. LeBron is bigger than Durant. The league wants the Knicks, but they know full well they're not going to get the Knicks. Right. So the, the Nets are the next best thing. Yeah, agreed. And but this the is a league that conspir- conspiracy people think is fixed. I think it's a bunch of crap. If it's not fixed. If they're fixing it, they're doing a terrible job of it. Yeah, but that's why they see that's why they're trying to do it because they're smart and they fix it in an underhanded way. (laughs) Well, in 50 years, man, get the Knicks one title. I mean, if you're fixing it, what are you doing? 
and get the Knicks. Yeah, but one. see, that's 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 your go-to but, I mean, move. If that's somebody's saying, fixing it's it, not fixed. If they're fixing underhandedly it. fixing it. If somebody's fixing it, will you bring them to me so they're I can laugh at them? Connivingly fixing I it. I want to laugh at them. guys like you. I want to laugh and mock them. That's how shrewd they are. No. <laughs> No. They're fixing it, but guys like times. you. San Antonio won five times and the Knicks didn't win any and you're fixing it. Good job, guys. See? You're knocking it out of They've the park. They've sucked you in. That's my <laughs> By point. By not doing it. No, I agree with you, but some people think that that's the way it is. They think it's fixed. They think the calls are bogus and on and on and on. But I think and it's orchestrated. It's almost like a step above wrestling. If that, <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. I think it's it doesn't equate. And and Tim Don, Donaghy or whatever his name was, I yeah. get it. He was. I agree with Stern on that one. He was the rogue guy. I don't believe they're doing it. I believe there's star treatment and all that other stuff that go with it. Yeah. And a foul on the first is not a foul on the right. fourth. I believe all that stuff. Do you believe the league knows which refs have beefs with which players or which mm-hmm. coaches and assigns them to lengthen series? Because I've had NBA people say, all you people in the media are missing that. That's where the money is. In, you can't get enough rating points to make the money you can make simply by having a four-game series go five or a five-game series go six. And a guy told me, he says, when it gets to two or three, one, it's amazing how the coach or the star player, the ref who hates him the most is the one that shows up. And they'll tell you it's luck, but oh. <laughs> See, I'm of the influence that I don't believe... Refs control outcomes. They so, don't control outcomes. It's so all probability. I have to stay consistent yeah. to my belief. Even it's, if I'm wrong, at least I'm consistent. But it's all, it's all probability. They don't control it. Do they influence it? Sure, the list of coaches who've come through this well, building then, then that we're bogus. sitting in then it's and bogus. Stockton Malone era and said, you're not going to get a call here. You are not getting a call here. That goes back to your point that refs are influenced by the crowd. Right, but that, and that's always been. Right. That, so but the do, league doesn't control that. The crowd controls that and equality of the right. team. The league is just a, so basically an innocent have, bystander there. But the, but the Jazz never go 41-0 and at home. I mean, once no, I think they no. went 39-2. and But mostly they lose 7 to 12 games a year. Of course. It's shooting. Right. Shooting is unpredictable. Yes. And so it's all probability and percentages and odds. There's no control. I don't buy any because There's I don't influence. pay attention to the referees. And I'm not going to. That... The, I view the NBA as entertainment. It's why what they did last summer and all that stuff, it just rolled off my back because they're not going to ruin my entertainment. It doesn't, it doesn't I don't stick, care. It doesn't stick to football, and we don't have the NFL here, so I don't talk to as many people. But you talk to college coaches, and it's not the calls that kill you. It's the no calls. And those coaches complain the same way about going places. Lots of coaches have hated going to Hawaii. One coach laughed. There's always a holding penalty when you need one. To kill a drive. Not to kill a drive, and, but to impair a drive. And every coach who complained to you mm-hmm. complained after a loss. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like the NBA. But it doesn't stick to football the same way. It sticks a little bit to baseball with the umpires and the balls and strikes. That's but been watered down the with the replays. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's just life. Obstacles are going to be put in front of your place, and, and you're just going to have to overcome them. You can sit there and whine about it. Or go to work, and you're going to get bad calls, and you're going to have injuries, and all these things you're going to have that are going to get in your way, and you're going to be small market. Well, I don't see Justin Zanuck saying, oh, we're small market, so what the hell's the point, man? <laughs> no. no. No, you don't say it when you're in the middle of it. Well, I don't think because he says it at all. Yeah. I don't think he ever says it. It doesn't even enter his mind. 
No. It never enters his no. mind. Not as it enters his mind when possibly, someone else brings it up. It enters his mind as, but when it enters his enters his mind, he says, "All right, well, I got to work twice as hard." So I think it's not an excuse for I not winning. I think it's what you say that there's personal pride, there's careers, follow the money. No one wants to let go. So how do you make your team the best it can be? And I believe and they I think, think they, they can do it. I think that many NBA front offices are obsessing about that. Now they may make poor decisions and they may miss, and everybody does. Jerry West misses, and you probably miss too, because West has had just an unparalleled run. I don't think Ryan Smith bought this team with the idea of we can't do it. No. Not somebody who created something what, in their basement and Out whatever of it was. With the dad, the brother, and one of yeah, the friends. Whatever yeah. the story is. Right. So and if you can beat those odds and pull that off, then try to beat these odds and pull this off. Yes, yes, exactly. Right. And these people yeah. are winners uh, financially. But I think that's what most owners are. Exactly. So, and so most they th- owners are thinking it, and so most GMs are thinking it, and most coaches are thinking it, because they know what their owners think. And they have to go about it the right way. Just because you made it in business A doesn't mean you're going to make it in business B. Well, we got a lot of examples of that. Yeah. Dan Snyder's rolling in money, but that Washington football team the just can't get skins. out of their own way. The pigskins. It's not going to happen. I wish you were right. It would be great, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> if they'd only listen to me. Can you right? imagine how many problems I would have solved? Oh, my gosh. The world would be a better place. It would. We would love one another as I have loved you, DJ. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we better go to break. <laughs> All right. When we come back. I set the example in the DJ and PK room. When we come back, we've got two segments left. You know we're going to get you up to speed on everything happening in the show. And we get the feedback coming up. And we got feedback from somebody who's seen the same headline you, you see. And he's got, a, he's got a conspiratorial bet to this tweet. Honestly, I kind of like it. I think it's probably not true, but I couldn't 100% roll it, rule it out. We'll get to that next. Stay with us. The Big Show, the Big show. with Jake Scott and Gordon Monson. Craig Bowler Jack. What do you think about the Jazz offseason? I think it comes down to you have to stay healthy first and foremost. Bench always plays a major factor. It's like in football, your ones and twos and threes, as the coordinators always talk about. How deep are you and how versatile are you? And I think that's where Quinn Snyder will have is more options. I know he took a beating in social media about, gosh, make a move in the small ball. Well, there really wasn't much to go to, and the Clippers really knew they had the Jazz. But I just think the Jazz have more options now that Quinn can go small if he wants. He can go big if he wants wants he can go guard heavy if he wants which is something i don't know if he's ever had since he's been here catch the big show weekdays from two to seven presented by big o tires the team you trust on 97.5 1280 the zone in the zone sports network the john watson chevrolet high school player of the week award is presented weekly to the top prep football players in northern utah this week's winner is northridge high school quarterback maximus finodi makui Fanodi Makui powered the Knights to a 64 to nothing shutout of Taylorsville in their season opener last Friday. Ran for two touchdowns, threw for a third, and caught a touchdown pass as well, totaling 267 yards passing in the game. Stop by John Watson Chevrolet, 3535 Wall Avenue in Ogden, or check them out online at johnwatsonchevrolet.com. All right, PK, time to catch people up to date on what is going on in the world. Of sports. Of sports, yes. (laughs) In the world! The stock market today. So, Nebraska. They might have been cheating, PK. Yeah. 
What is cheating? Well, tell the folks what you heard, because this would be uh, similar to what's going on with ASU. Unauthorized uh, workouts. I was told by somebody in the know that, yes, that's clear. Obviously, ASU did it because they wouldn't have uh, suspended three coaches, uh, full-time assistant coaches in training camp if there wasn't something there. So they basically admitted it. Uh, but that it, it it's widespread. Uh, the thing that separated the the Sun Devils, the the backstory is Herm fired a number of guys on the coaching staff, and a couple of guys, at least one, thought he might be in line for a job. Antonio Pierce, the D coordinator, former NFL player wanted the three young guys, I think they were all in their 20s, because he wanted to recruit, because they realized that, you know, maybe they didn't realize, they already knew it, but you can be the greatest coach in the world, but if you don't have the horses, you're not winning. So they went and did these things for recruiting, and they were willing to break rules and all this stuff, because they were going to be, one One was a grad assistant, a 26-year-old, and now he's going to be a full-time head coach, while his be- pay is going to go through the roof compared to what he was getting even if he's you know $100,000 which is on the low end but it was more than that just use it as an example he's making 10,000 as a grad assistant and now he's going to get 100,000 I'm just p- pulling out numbers so they were willing to bend the rules and that these people who were discarded from the program had all this evidence and turned state evidence on the Sun Devils other people they don't have like Nebraska and a bunch of other programs, they don't have anybody turning them in, and they didn't do it as flagrantly and as blatant. But I was told by somebody in the business that it is it was widespread. They did not. Very few programs stopped recruiting during the pandemic. So the AP Top 25 account says the NCAA has been reportedly investigating Nebraska coach Scott Frost and his program for several suspected violations, including analysts working in improper roles during games. Duh! <laughs> and practices and unauthorized <laughs> off-campus workouts. Yes. And the Jazzy Ute, local fan who tweets a lot about Utah on the Jazz, says, LOL, it wouldn't surprise me if Nebraska initiated this to justify firing Frost for cause. I think he's got uh, one more year before it gets to that point, and that's a little conspiratorial. That. Yeah. I don't. I don't. But I wouldn't so. completely rule it out. I, I just think that 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 stuff. Asking these people to stop recruiting for six months or whatever. No. Not realistic. Just not. It's too much at stake. Yes. And I don't. Ex- I didn't expect them to. And especially when you hear, because everybody knows people that they used to work with, and everybody hears somebody else is kind. Or you talk to a kid and the kid says, "Hey, I just heard from so and so," because kids will tell you what's going on because. They're 16 and 17. What do they know or care? So it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Well, and how flagrant. You know, having multiple kids on campus, that might be a step further than other schools. Well, might. the Devils reportedly uh, paid for them to come, which, I mean, they paid you for you to come on a regular campus visit. And these kids, they willingly came. Uh, so I, I, I actually, what, what I've been hearing is, uh, devils are okay on the field this season. And maybe that at the Herm at 68 says, yeah, I got the program in a good spot, you know? Then he walks. Yeah. Good night, everybody. And then they start over. Uh, but 
And that, that's a theory. I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to mm-hmm. happen, but I've heard that. Uh, what about know. taking the hit on a couple of scholarships and then everything goes on? Yeah, any number of things. Yeah. Or you just keep fighting it, fighting it, fighting it. To Herm really does walk at 70 or 71 anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. right. And the NCAA is getting less powerful. And, and Yeah, I it'll be interesting to see where this constitutional convention goes. It feels right. like a big retreat. We're going to change a bunch of rules, and it's just going to be semi-pro football. Go at it, guys. And the truth is you're dealing with Arizona State, which is not a power broker anyway. So why does anyone need them brought down a peg if they're not going to beat anybody right. anyway? <laughs> I mean, they'll beat some teams. They do. But but you've been saying 500-ish forever, and if they yeah. win eight, then that just means there's probably a five and seven coming around the corner. Yeah. On the Nebraska front, the official statement from AD Trev Alberts, quote, the University of Nebraska Athletic Department has been working collaboratively with the NCAA to review a matter concerning our football program. We appreciate the dialogue we have had with the NCAA and cannot comment further on specifics of this yeah, matter. So they admit it. He did it. I, I just don't think that if he's won enough, he'll keep his job. If he hasn't won enough, he won't. And well, I don't think this has anything yeah. to do with he it. Hasn't, he hasn't won enough. And Trev, Trev Alberts is a new AD. From the glory days at Nebraska. Well, so is Scott Frost. Yeah, Scott's now what, year three or four? Has he done three and he's going into four, I think? I don't know. I don't follow Nebraska that close. All right. Other up. other stuff to uh to pass along. The Jazz are playing on Christmas Day. Ten teams play, twenty teams sit and watch. You're in the upper echelon for the second time in three well, years. Well, that's good. They're playing on Christmas Day and they'll be playing on Father's Day. Ooh. Finals. Mark my words. Finals. Hello. <laughs> uh, the rest of the Christmas Day lineup, Hawks and Knicks. You can see that, the playoff rematch. Celtics and Bucks, Glamour franchise and the defending champs. Warriors and Suns, Nets and Lakers. And then the Jazz wrap it up against the Mavericks. So the teams that aren't playing, uh, that maybe have a little, uh, a little bit of a rep, a little bit of sizzle, Miami's not playing and Denver and the Clippers aren't playing. Denver and the Clippers have key players with injuries. And they're probably happy they're not playing. Yeah, right. <laughs> Take that off. And I love the fact that uh, it's an 8.30 start on a Saturday night. Way better than on a Monday, a Tuesday, a Sunday, Wednesday, or Thursday. Don't have to get up and do radio. I don't. No. So I'm not doing radio on Sunday. Ah, but will I be doing TV that Sunday? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> 50-50, don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so. You're welcome, Elena. We'll see. I'll have to pay a fee for barring your copyrighted trademark. Yeah, speaking of fee, yeah. Yeah! Dog don't come cheap. Neither does Kayvon Thibodeau. Oregon defensive end, potential number one pick in the next NFL draft. He's got a marketing deal with United Airlines. Apparently he'll be promoting direct flights from UG Oregon to select Ducks away games this season including Ohio State on September 11. Maybe Utah in November. I have to see how big that game is, how many people want to fly out. I think it'll be big. They probably ought to be doing flights out of Portland too, right? Or they already got enough out of I Portland, mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's be my thought. Add a couple. He's a top five player. He's a massive difference maker in the NFL. Number one thing you want is a quarterback, and the number two thing you want is someone to get to the other team's quarterback. So the disruptive defensive end is a big, big deal. He's a superstar. Tim Tebow, that tight end experiment is over, weighed by the Jaguars. 
That didn't surprise me at all. I can't imagine you expected it to go anywhere either. Switching positions in your 30s in the NFL after years out of the league? Uh, yeah, Tim, uh, you tried it and it didn't work, so what? It's better to have failed and tried and then not have tried at all. I don't know, some fancy saying out there somewhere. Seahawks gave Jamal Adams four years and $72 million, and he finally took it after his mom texted him. She said my full name. And when my mother says my full name, I think I need to pay attention. Take the money, son. What are you doing? My mother never said my full name. Patrick Anthony Kennedy. It's Kenny Hand. Kenny Hand. Kennedy. I got into the Kennedys. <laughs> you would have come from money. I thought you would know my name after all this time. Yeah, usually I would. But I, I think I want to be called Deuce from now on. <laughs> Deuce Kinahan. Yeah. I mean, CP3, I'm a junior. <laughs> I want to be called Deuce. Deuce! Yeah. Why do I just call you Junior? Ah, that's more like a Polynesian nickname. Well, Reno Mahe was Junior Mahe. Or they just call you Junior. Yes, they do call you Junior. Uh, so I don't want to steal from that culture. DJ and Deuce. <laughs> It'd work. Now, I saw on Facebook. You want to try it out tomorrow? A Facebook guy called me the other day. I flicked on. He called me something that's close to Deuce. <laughs> and I thought, really, after all these years, I thought we've gotten past that. Because all my detractors, and there were hundreds of thousands of them in the beginning. Millions, even. They would come after me, and I said. I got the job, and I and you don't. I get why you'd be jealous, but I think they've accepted that I'm a hit and I'm great, and so they've just kind of moved on. No point in complaining now. It, nothing's going to change. I'm an established superstar. You got some music for this, Yak? I'm one of the best. Maybe battle him in the Republic. I, I, I think I should be, and I think I actually think it's clear and concise. I'm the GOAT. <laughs> So people don't normally criticize me anymore. Jerry Rice, Tom Brady. They may criticize a take. Deuce Kinahan. But not like, well, if I criticize them enough, they'll fire them. I'm giving up on that. Yeah, most folks have realized that's not happening. Yeah, they've gone away. Yeah. Give it up. Me and Al Michaels are the two greatest ASU grads in broadcasting. Move over, Al. Yeah. Speaking of moving over, the Nevada Wolfpack are moving over from Reno to Palo Alto. They've moved their training camp to Stanford because of air quality issues in Reno. Wildfires in neighboring California. So the Wolfpack are going to practice at Stanford for the rest of the week, plan to have a scrimmage, and then return to campus. Is California good for anything anymore? Fires. Big, they just create all sorts fires. of issues. All those freaking people from California moving in and corrupting and polluting my state. Those people. Get out. Go back. The hypocrisy is thick with this one. I hate you people. And now your fires? When we come back, PK has fired someone up, and he will explain why. Your feedback next. Stay with us. And it's all over almost here. Don't go nowhere. Feedback of the day is brought to you by Ochre Mountain Pharmacy. Quit spending time sorting pills. Call Ochre Mountain Pharmacy today and have them sort and deliver your custom prescription blister packs free of charge. Call them at 801-252-1000. That's Ochre Mountain Pharmacy. Time for your feedback. Greg says, PK's inspiring jazz testimony meeting. That talk has me pumped up. 
Just hope it happens before my expiration date. Not sure my kids will show up at my marker to celebrate. Uh, I wouldn't be too sure about that, though. I don't know how old Greg is, and if they see, if his children see, you know, how young his kids are. His kids aren't, they don't think about death. But then when you get in your 40s and 50s, if you're fortunate enough to have your parents alive, you see things a little bit differently. So I wouldn't necessarily rule that out, especially if they do it and they see how hardcore you were of a fan. See how if his kids are local. And if it bonded you. And how long it will take for the Jazz to pull this off and win it all. They will win it at some point. It will. It'll get done. We got more people weighing in on the question of the day, which, how much is it a sign of respect the Jazz will play at home Christmas night against Dallas? Uh, It's a sign they'll be one of the top teams in the league, Troy says. Do we need a sign? Coming off the best record in the NBA, shouldn't you be one of the top teams in the league? NBA teams don't usually fall apart that fast unless they're gutted by injuries. I mean, the Warriors went through that eventually. Well, also, too, you got a home game. I think that's a, another step as opposed to a road game. A road game on Christmas I don't think would be fun. But a home game, particularly at 830 at night, and then these players are younger with the younger kids, well, they'll probably be asleep by the time you uh, start playing. So you could certainly have Christmas morning and doing what you need to do at home as opposed to if you're on the road. Obviously, you couldn't have, do, have done that. So that's another sign of respect that it's a home game. They trust you to fill the arena because they want a good studio audience for television. Oh, it'll be packed, yeah, as long as the uh, yeah. the rules allow it and we're in the situation where it can happen. Yeah, whatever the sellout, 18000 something or other, whatever it is now, it'll be. For sure it'll be. Josh says, so the NBA has much love for Utah on Christmas, but when the postseason rolls around, the Jazz are treated like the redheaded stepchild. How is that? Uh, I think he means they don't get calls and they get eliminated. I don't think calls eliminated them. No, I don't think it was because the free throws were the reason they gave up 81 points in the second half of Game 6. No, I had blotted that out of my memory, but you returned it. You're welcome. No, I hate you. Matt says the NBA just wants Luka on. The Jazz just happened to be the one available. Then they would have made it a home game. And brought in somebody else. Could have brought in Memphis. Well, Dallas could have had a home game. Sean says, stop with the bleep. We aren't respected. And treated fairly. Don't pick at the All-Star break and expect the media to take you serious when you haven't done a damn thing in 43 years. <laughs> Sean. Well, if winning it all is the definition of damn thing, I can't argue. Yeah, but I don't think it is. I don't think it is either. And I think his language, a damn thing. And there are multiple things you can do. Obviously, well, they have the done. championship is the big one. Well, that's the only thing missing. Now, that's... The most significant, I get it. 61 seasons, dramatic playoff wins, all-stars Olympians, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I guess the good thing with this is the Nets and the Lakers, yes, they're big markets. And yes, they've signed their stars through free agency. And yes, that path is not available to most teams in the NBA, including the Jazz. It's available to a select few. And they are the two favorites, but they were the favorites a year ago, and one went out in the first round and one went out in the second. But they made their team significantly better this year. Well, they've certainly changed it. I think Dwayne Wade should get Dan Marino on board as a co-owner. 
because we need more of a Miami influence. The Jazz are Dan Marino. Everything but. See where you're going. Hall of Fame, tons of records, big playoff games, great player, throws. Yeah. yeah, all-star, all-pro guy before being Hall of Fame guy. So you're right. Marino did it all. Records. Marino did it all. Except to win it all. Yeah. And that's what this franchise has done. And they did it, and they do it, by and large, the right way. So, yeah, they're, they're the... Get Dan Marino in here. Somebody should get... I was going to golf with Dwayne today, but the weather is going to... I can't. So <laughs> I could have told darn. him. Yeah, he had, he had set it up. Today was the day. He said he had August 18th available, and I said, well, by luck, so do I. <laughs> You're very busy. Can we reschedule for <laughs> August just one 19th. random hole in your schedule? You weren't doing anything. Yeah, it just so happened, both of us, we looked at our calendars, we worked through it, and today was the day we were going to play, but now yep. Mother Nature yeah, nothing, said, no, you know, nothing to do you crazy watch. Mormons, as Reno Mahe said, prayed for rain, and lo and behold, we got rain. Lo and behold, Delta flooded and school has been canceled. Could you all pay for, pray for me to get more money? <laughs> um... <laughs> PK I wants pray to win. for that every day for myself. PK wants to win the lottery. He doesn't play. We don't have a lottery here. Yeah, you've been in Arizona. You could pick up a mm, ticket. Drive up to Preston. I have never paid one cent so, on for a lottery. lottery. Yeah, but my family gives out lottery tickets for gifts. Oh yeah, yeah. So you scratch them off or whatever. I think yeah, okay. Pest and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, with your free time now that you're not golfing with Dwayne Wade because of the weather, which would have come as news to Dwayne. The golf, not the weather. Uh, tell people where to go on YouTube, YouTube tonight if they got some time to kill. Oh, there's this young band. They're out of Canada, and they're a cover band. They're young teens. It's called Leave Those Kids Alone. It's a Pink Floyd, obviously, a line. And I'm telling you, this band, they are really, really good. The drummer's a gal. She can't be like, she looks like 12 years old. And the boys, baby 15, 16. They, I, I'm telling you, they are really, really good. I saw it on Facebook and I clicked on it. Leave those kids alone. I, they do all sorts of classic rock stuff. As, and they nail it. Yes. Really, right. really impressive. You've got your homework, people. I will be doing my homework today. You do your homework, and we will return and gather here tomorrow morning, 6 to 10 a.m., Yak, you got a Hall of Famer for a guest tomorrow? We do. Do you? No. You have your homework, Yak. Find me a spare Hall of Famer. A who Hall of Famer? Spare Hall of Famer. Just an oh, extra spare. One. Gotcha. Yeah. I didn't know. One lying around. Hall of Famer over there. Hall of Famer over there. I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm just making stuff up. That's why you don't know. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Good. And I'm giving everybody homework. I'm giving him the toughest assignment, the one that'll make us look good. Okay. Remember that time he was off and the guy who filled in got Oscar Robertson? Spare oh, Hall of Famer. okay. I see where you're going. Spare yeah, Hall yeah, of yeah. Famer. What are we having then, on today? We're having then, Oscar Robertson on. No, no, the no. big O. No, he... That was pre-Jake, pre It, it was in the break. We got Oscar Robertson coming up next. <laughs> it wasn't like in the morning when we first showed up. It was... Hey, we got Oscar Robertson coming up next. What? <laughs> Hold on. Who? <laughs> the big O? Yeah, it was fun to talk to. Cincinnati? Oscar Robertson, a legend. Legend. Big time. All right. Coming up next, Hans and Scotty, right here on 97.5 at 1280 The Zone.